Hey, hey, here we are again. Big J, Coach Zach Davis of the Buchanan Upshur Buccaneers. Yeah, we only had to do that three times. Yeah, we only had to a couple <laughs> times. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm not known for right off the cuff and actually making it worth anything. So, that is awesome. So, hey, uh, I guess uh, Big J was saying almost a year now. You've, you've had one season under your belt. We're getting ready to start the second season. We are getting ready to start year two. Off season's been good. Uh, big J's been really helping us in the weight room. Coach Jet's been a big asset as well. Wait, we can get in the weight room? Well, how come I haven't been invited there? <laughs> Look how skinny my ass is yeah. right now. You have an open invite, my friend, anytime Alum, you man. want. Oh, yeah, but I heard that before, and I tried to go lift there, and my ass got kicked out. Well, I wasn't there last time, was I? No. no. Yeah, but I used to help you there. <laughs> Son of a bitch. because you're so old. I, that's true. That's the, Do you know who I am? Yeah, that's why I walk in. I'm like, I feel like that guy off of, uh, um, what was it, maybe uh, Varsity Blues is still wearing his Letterman's jacket. I go in, somebody hits me in the nuts with the wolf ball bat. <laughs> we should just put a black and white picture of you up by, like, the All-American, All-State people, and they'll let you in and be like, that's yeah. him right there. Yeah. Just, you know what I mean? Well, that's the only kind of pictures you got, right? Black yeah, and white. Yeah. Oh. No, they're chiseled in the, <laughs> chiseled in the stone. I want <laughs> that's awesome that's where we're at man it's it's bad it's it's tough so you got your second season coming up what's your what's the predictions on this how man, are we looking i think we'll be we'll definitely be better than we were last year uh we can't be hard you went three and seven we did we went three and seven <laughs> which is <laughs> which is more wins in the previous two years combined uh, oh wow that's yeah true. that's true uh well, I guess you can't beat that. We, uh, you know, we were young. Uh, our guys are working hard, and we have Big J on staff now. So, yeah. you know, adding some more quality personnel to our organization. Did I know you were on staff? I don't know. I don't think I did. I didn't. No, I mean, you never so ask me about my life anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I feel like a stranger. <laughs> you know, in. we don't. I, it's, I don't like that pillow talk. Nah. You know, I'm more into. Getting out, man. I'm just, yeah, hit it and quit it. <laughs> Get out of that. Now, uh, what's cool is, um, you know, all my life, O-line, D-line, O-line, D-line. Right. Now, I get to move back a little bit. And running backs. Linebacker? Running backs. What do you know about running back? What don't hey, I know? Why you put me in there, man? Run, I used to be a running back, a linebacker. Apply. Come on now. I mean, come on now. We got volunteer positions everywhere. Oh, oh now I have to volunteer. <laughs> You're not good enough to pay, bitch. You got you got to <laughs> up your resume a little bit. Sure, even Big Jay's not getting paid. We only got a couple of those spots. Good uh, Zach trying to take all that big money. He yeah. like, yeah, we can't afford anybody, but uh, you know, Zach rolling around in a fucking Bentley outside here. <laughs> right. My 2010 Ford Explorer Bentley edition. <laughs> oh, no, that's cool. That's cool. So, what are we looking at this year? Like, is there is it a secret or what kind of offense are we running? Yeah, I mean, we'll, we're going to kind of go back to the future with the, the T formation. Oh, uh, Coach Michael. Yeah, a little, <laughs> little different variation. I like it. Uh, you know, a little more gap scheme run, down kick, some pullers. We, uh, can, we throwing? We balling this? We can. Oh, yeah. We can. Right, we yeah. Got, we got some bodies out there that can. Yeah. I'm excited about the guys outside. Yeah. I am. As yeah. a lineman, mm-hmm. I, I look like freaking throw it. Yeah, we got some guys that can go get it. Uh, we have some good – we have a bunch of good backs, I think, that can do it as well. Uh, quarterback's going to be more of a runner for us going forward. Uh, you know, so, like a, like a Pat White-type quarterback? Well, I mean, it could be – Steve just, Young. Yeah. Oh. yeah just, just a guy <laughs> not quite as fast. Not quite that fast. We got a couple of guys there that – we got a returner at quarterback that can do that, or you know, there's going to be some competition there as well uh, with another player and – We'll see who, who comes out on top. Is it going to be, like, a good turnout? We got, like, a good group of kids? Because I know in the past it's been hard to get kids to um, – and I don't know why, but, like, to come out for sports, it's like – Yeah, and it's not just a football thing. Yeah, yeah, not yeah. just football. I mean, I'm looking at the the softball picture the other day in the paper, and there's, like, 11 girls on the team. Yeah. Last That's what I'm I, saying. I mean, you play with nine last how, time I how checked, many kids, right? How many kids are in the Buchanan Upshur High School? Uh, a little over – like a thousand and change, not yeah. quite eleven hundred. And you can't get a, you know, you can't get fifty kids for a team. <laughs> it it's seems close. we got. I mean, there's close to fifty. 
Well, I'm talking about for any team. I'm like softball, basketball. How come there's not more kids? What's what's the reasoning behind that? I think some of it is the distance. Some of them have to travel to get to school. So some of them, you're if you once you live past French Creek, our participation by those kids in sports is really low, or because it's just it's hard for them to get there. It's an hour plus to get to school. Yeah, it sucks. Can you imagine being have to ride a bus that far? No. Yeah, I was out in Tomlinsville. Well, that's true. You were out there for a while. I was out there. But I was one of those kids, like, if I wasn't playing sports, Dad had some stuff for me to do at home. I was mm. like, I'd rather just right. hit Well, my, my, I never had to ride the bus because uh, I kept being kicked off. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> so, you know, I was that problem child. I had uh, a problem with authority. Yeah. So <laughs> no, you said so, no, no, no way. So it was, it was a little tough, yeah. but luckily, I don't know, man. It was, I, I just, and that's kind of what we do on this podcast is talk about like youth and being better and doing this and doing that. I don't understand why it's not like sports was everything for me. Yeah. Like, if it wasn't for sports, I would have never made it through school. You know, I would have never went to college. I would have, which I don't think college is super important. I don't. It's, it's, you know, they push it, but it's, unless you're doing something that you need that degree, it's not. I I mean, it's just a money scheme right now, I think. I think college burdens people, too, man, with all the student debt people have. And goodness. And it's, I think about college. Has has the quality of education really improved that much? I think it's went down, years? but the cost has gone yeah. way, way up. up. So it's like, where does that money go? Look What's at down going the street on right now, man? Yeah, craziness. Nothing has got any better. The what the, the president f- left. They got a new yeah. president in, and now they're. I think it. I think more now. It's like it's it's just all political. Like who who can who can show their wokeness more than the other and. Yeah. And and I'll fill your need. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is a safe place. <laughs> well, I graduated from Liberty University, which will never be described as woke. Yeah. Uh, but they are charging out the yang, too, man. It's crazy how expensive education has gotten. I mean, I guess inflation has something to do with that. But it's just oh. it's insane how much it you, costs to go you, to college. Did you play sports there? I did. You I played, played football? I went to East Carolina University out of high school on a full ride. And then I realized that. I wasn't ever going to be big enough to play offensive line there, so I transferred to Liberty Wait, University. Wait, how? Didn't you tell me you were like six four two ninety five? Uh, like two seventy five, two eighty. And and, oh, I forgot to mention this: Zach Davis, devout vegan. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> now he's <laughs> he's super it. skinny. Looked like he might have AIDS or, or cancer <laughs> or something. No, I can't imagine him being. 275. I feel like I'm at a Live Aid concert right now. <laughs> 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 Between the two of you. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah, uh, I, that was a, like a former life ago. Uh, but then, you know, so I saw some people go through some serious health things, so I thought, hey, I need to lose some freaking weight, mm-hmm. and then that's kind of how that all came about. No, I, we talked about it on your podcast. Uh, by the way, I was on Zach's podcast last week, mm-hmm. so... If you want to hear that, go check out what was your podcast? Mind of a football coach. Mind of a football coach. Check that out. Good podcast. He has tons of episodes. But anyway, no, it was really interesting. We talked about how you got into it, and Big J and I are fucking just eating animals. Yeah, we're we're just yeah. we. I mean, for every animal that vegans think they're saving, I'm eating too. Absolutely. <laughs> sure, man. Yeah. I, w- I mean, yours is a different scenario, but yeah. like, you know, those like, uh, would you eat this if it had a name? I was like, I name mine before I eat. Them. Sure, <laughs> yeah. Which is the best way to do it, I think, if you're going to eat animal product, because you want to know where it's coming from, yep. what's what's right, what's been put what's in, in it, it, what's in it. So let's. I know we're kind of jumping. I get off topic real, real quick. We're talking about football now. I'm talking about him being a vegan, but I get so excited about these things because it's weird. (laughs) So we'll go back to the football here in a minute. But I want to hear the vegan thing. Mm -hmm. Um, I know it was your father-in-law, or he had a heart attack. Yeah, Mm -hmm. right. And 
Well, you guys think that was caused because he was eating a cow? Well, I mean, I think it was a just an overall diet and lifestyle thing, uh, right? And yeah, and then he decided to go down the path of you know more whole food, plant based uh, than like the vegan category. And right. uh, Doctor Caldwell Esselstyn is who he inter- he introduced us to, and. Uh, we started looking at what's what does it do to the heart and how does it reduce cholesterol. Bill Clinton went on that diet. Yeah, look how look attack. how great he looks right now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's probably more Hillary than anything. Uh, but he, so he like reversed his heart disease because your your body, if you don't put in, you know, cholesterol, you know, heals itself, saturated fat, it'll heal itself, and that was the thought process. I just. When he said Bill Clinton, I just pictured Zach in a blue dress oh. with some red <laughs> pumps on. Oh, listen, <laughs> listen, I said nothing about Hillary Clinton, so <laughs> yeah, yeah. Zach, I said that it. on Zach, record. Zach Davis said it all. Um, I don't find him at. Dude, <laughs> <laughs> those books about the Clintons are wild. Yeah. That's some wild stories yeah. there. So, so what has been? So did you when you started being a vegan? Mm-hmm. Were you at the 275 mark? I was about, no, I had lost weight. I had gotten down to 225, 230. Let's quit calling it vegan. Let's call it plant-based. Plant-based. Is yeah, good. when yeah. you went to plant-based. Uh, I was like 225, 230. I put on some weight and then going plant-based. I've stayed under 220 pounds, uh, about 215, 210, somewhere around there. And then I don't work out as much as I used to. Just know I have three kids. You know, you, you guys know how that is. You have kids. It's like, oh my gosh. I have a kid, and I'm very <laughs> selfish. No. <laughs> <laughs> this is his second child, and the gym probably third. Well, yeah, I, sure. I mean, it's kind of like I was telling you earlier. I feel, I feel torn because of that. Mm. Because you know, I have a very successful business that we're setting in right yeah, now, yeah. and then I have. So that's like having a, a, a live bird in your hand. And here I am digging in this bush trying to catch another one while I'm letting that one go mm-hmm. uh, with creating this multi-sports facility, mm-hmm. you know. And and it <coughs> takes away time from my family and stuff like that. Luckily, my family's all, like yesterday. My, my daughter plays softball. So she had a game yesterday. It was her first game of the season. And... The sun was out. It's beautiful, but I have this huge building I'm working on to, to try getting this facility going, and I'm like, I'm gonna miss my kid's softball game because mm. I'm gonna have her ride with the coach, and I'm gonna work on this while the sun's out because you gotta make hay while the sun's shining, yeah. and um, you know, so I felt very guilty about it. Luckily, I ended up getting finished what I needed to get finished, and I and I caught the game, and I. You know, I saw her play, but it, it's hard when you have a family to to balance that time. Uh, I know Big J and I talk about it. You know, he gets up at four a.m. while his kids still sleeping to work out. Mm-hmm. So you have how many? Three kids. Three kids. Yep. All how do you, how do you balance that between? I know, like when I coached football, it was like you put all this time in reviewing film, making plans, watching, you know, whatever. How do you bounce? Do you see them during season? Yeah, we we practice for two hours, and that's a that's it. We never really go over two hours, uh, which is something that I think a lot of colleges have done, and definitely the pros have done. We don't do two a days, uh, so we try to be efficient. No wonder they're pussies. <laughs> it, it's weird, like here in no two a days in high school. It, it is weird. That was the things I loved. Yeah. They're going to cut those out completely here in the next couple of years because you can only do them every, every other day now. And what the NFL and at the NFL level and the collegiate level, they can't do them at all. So Why? That, that's trickling down. Why? Uh, the head injury stuff. Do you think it's going to be turned more into like year round? Because it's getting pretty close I, it, with the three weeks in the summer. Yeah, and one of my reasons for doing it, it not doing two days these days, is we do so much in the summer that. I know for me when I played, we did two a days. We did some three a days in one of the places mm-hmm. I played, but it was getting people in shape because people didn't show up most of the summer. So right. now you have them in the weight room or conditioning year round. Yeah, but do they all come? 
in the summer, our attendance rates like high nineties, and those lows, those ones you're missing are ones you're not really counting. Do you think anyway. it's because? Do you think it's because, um, they want to make it like, oh, you can't punish the kids that don't come by not letting them play or by doing this. Yeah, I mean, there's Probably. you can't use the word mandatory in the off season. That's a that's a no no. You can't say, hey, this is mandatory. No, I, but I tell them, neither is winning, or right. you, or or yeah. or your playing time is not mandatory either. Nobody tells me that you have have to yeah, play. This you. is not youth league anymore. You, right, yeah. you are not subject to playing so many minutes. Well, that's the way that mm-hmm. you know, and that's crazy because yesterday while I was at that game, I heard you know I I coach jujitsu, so we were just at a tournament the week before. And uh, a mom, uh, uh, her daughter, I think, is seven or eight. Mm-hmm. And she is her first competition. She lost, like, her first match. Mm. Then won her, yeah, she lost her first match. And there was only two people in her, in her division. Mm-hmm. She lost her first match. And, no, there was three people but in in jujitsu a lot of times when you, you're one and done it's not like wrestling you get a roll back and, and fight for third and fourth or oh, any of that yeah. stuff it's you win hmm. but she's like i had to explain to her that she didn't get a medal because she lost and like she's heartbroken about it and i'm yeah. like you gotta you know yeah, hey you gotta win you gotta win to get medals mm-hmm. and it, it kills me the whole participation thing and stuff like that and it's when you get these parents that are like, my kid's the best kid on the field. How come he's not playing? Or, you know, well, your kid didn't show up to put in the freaking time. Mm-hmm. So if you want your kid to be – but that's something else to be said. You know, you want your kid to be the best. You can't kill them with – Extra, all right. Uh, we got a batting coach, we got a uh, base coach, we got a you at know, seven or eight years old, yeah. At seven or eight years old, you can't you can't expect that either. You got to find that fine balance. So, how does how does someone in, at that high level, uh, high school level, find that balance for, for you? What satisfies you with that? Yeah, I think that we as a, as a coaching staff have to have a really clear plan of development for our team. And that's a that's a year-round plan. Uh, obviously, you have your strength and conditioning, and then you get in season. You know, we don't do a ton schematically on offense or defense because we want to be good at the fundamentals, and so we spend sense. most of our time on on that. And then so that allows us to have a life too, because you know I've, I've coached with guys as an assistant that you were there all day because I mean all day five, six, seven days a week because they're trying to come up with a new way to skin the cat, so to speak, and we're not ever going to do that. It's well, just, that's, yeah. that's kind of what I was talking about. Like, when I coached, like, I spent a lot of time there, but we were watching film, or mm-hmm. what, and we're not trying to – we never changed what we did. Mm-hmm. It was just a matter of mm-hmm. – honestly, now looking back at it, I don't know what the fuck we did because, yeah. mm-hmm. like, we just – it was a lot of film. It was a lot of – you know, prep work to get ready for practice, to do this, to do that. And I feel like I spent, you know, six hours a day at least mm-hmm. getting ready for practice and then another two hours of practice, mm-hmm. and which we did two a days at that time too. So, because you were tough. Because we were tough. Well, I yeah. think Huddle. Alpha male. I was going to say, Huddle has Huddle changed. has changed the game. So, yeah. with Huddle, you can watch film at your house because it's on your computer. Huddle, what's that? I've never heard of yeah, this. Yeah, it's changed since I've started, mm-hmm. like, so much. It's just um, they use it for so many different sports. Like, um, basketball uses it. Um, I, don't, I don't know if baseball, softball uses it. It's type of a filming software. Mm-hmm. You can cut up game film. So you don't have to watch the entire game. You give it to another coach. He splices it, and you can watch. You can slow down, speed up. But where does it come from? Where's the game film come it's from? On, it's online. You film it, and you can upload it with an iPad. You can upload it with a camera to your computer, and then it goes to it. Huddle, huddle.com is the website. You log in. Yeah, but who's the guy that has to cut it, film it, do all that stuff? Anybody on your staff. You just 
Hey. Yeah, but so that guy's putting in a shit ton of time, right? Not really. It goes so fast. It does. You can do it really fast. The huddle sets it up for you so it goes fast. So if you upload individual clips mm-hmm. in like an order, it will put them in that order for you. And then whoop, and then there you go. It's craziness. It's nice. It, it, you can watch an entire season in one day. Huh. Easily. Yeah, easily. Now, do you do – you you can put notes on it. Um, it it breaks it down into run like you can. Yeah, but don't you, you think it's better? To, don't you think it's better? I mean, I guess you put notes on it, but like, kind of like this, what we're doing here. Mm-hmm. You know, on your podcast, you say you use Zoom a lot to do interviews with mm-hmm. with other people. Mm-hmm. That's fine and dandy, but like I like, mm-hmm. like if we're watching a film, like a football film, say we're we're on the coaching staff. I'd rather watch it with us three sitting here so I can say, hey, what do you think about this? How do we counter it? How do we do this? How do we do that? Mm-hmm. It's kind of like anything. I'm horrible at at, at reading directions and at figuring reading. it out and at reading <laughs> in general. But, like, if I can ask you questions, mm-hmm. I can pick it up s- super quick. Mm-hmm. Do you not think that that's – Oh, you still have film sessions. Mm-hmm. But as a an athlete, you can be like, so athletes get, can get on it yeah, too. Yeah, athletes. Yeah, every everyone on the team yep. has an account has for an it. Account. Mm-hmm. Sweet. Mm-hmm. So, oh, that's cool. Then, yeah, yeah. That, that see I, that makes more sense. Yeah. But still, as a coaching staff, I feel. I mean, I guess, I, I guess you don't put in as much time now. No wonder everybody sucks anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I think a lot of it too. I think COVID. Made it, I was, I've been talking to a bunch of football buddies of mine. COVID's made us reevaluate, like, where can we spend or where can we maximize our time? So how can we be, how can we be more efficient? Because we, we all know when we're in coaches' meetings, we BS a lot and we this and that. Mm-hmm. So how can we streamline it? And, hey, here's what we need to get done. And – are yeah. you saying your your weak vegan body can't handle COVID? Is that what you're worried about? <laughs> well, no, not even, not plant even based. the COVID. Oh, sorry, weak <laughs> plant based. Not even the COVID. <laughs> just just more like the hey, we had this because when COVID happened, you know, it was yeah. limited amounts of time, limited amounts of people in a room. So how do we make it efficient? And that was something that I've definitely done as a as a coach. How do we do this and not waste anybody's time and try to be the best that we can be? And, but make it efficient and make it something to where we can get in and out of here. And our coaches' meetings on Sundays are a couple of hours. And right. uh, we actually, as a season went on last year, we kind of went away from them because you know, everything's on. We put stuff on huddle. We know what we're doing. And I have people share cut-ups and mm-hmm. with notes, like here's, here's what I see. We can text each other. We can call each other. Uh, we can share a document. So with we're, you know, as an employee of the state of West Virginia, I can – I have access to the online Microsoft stuff, and you can make or you can make a Google account. And you can share notes from games and things of that nature. All right. Yeah, that's good stuff. Yeah, it's it's more corporate now. Mm-hmm. It feels like everything's going that way. But see, in in the same way, you know, you and I, uh, Big J, talk about everything being online, and and you know, we're always looking at this phone. We're looking mm-hmm. at at the computer. We're watching videos. We're doing this. Is that just part of it now? Is that mm, is it maybe. is it you know our kids see us doing that, and now we're doing that to our kids with all right, hey, hey here's huddle, go go watch well, like this I, online and sit. Yeah. I jokingly, yeah. half jokingly tell my my athletes like, listen, you have a phone all the time, you know, throwing wise. Right. I was like, there's certain accounts. I know you're on Instagram. I know you're on TikTok. Whatever. There's certain accounts that. Are beneficial mm-hmm. for this. I was like, that three by five screen's not just for porn. You know? Really? <laughs> I know that's what you got that <laughs> one for. My, no, <laughs> I don't. You, you have one. No dedicated. way, bro. I'd rather <laughs> throw this phone away. It's easier to throw away when people are looking for you. Just throw it in the river. They never find you it again. One, you have one strictly ded- dedicated. Yeah. That. No, just my phone. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, <clears throat> it's a tool. Right. If we teach them, it is a tool. That's I know like my daughter I can't like it drives me crazy. Especially first thing in the morning I'm like, All right, time to get ready for school and she's 
hasn't brushed her teeth, but she's watching uh, something on YouTube, and I'm like, you're killing me, kid. Yeah. I'm getting ready to choke you. I love you, but I'm getting ready to choke you. Do you have, do you have limits on your her apps? I don't. We've been saying that we need to put it on, but it's one of those things that's, I'm, I'm like, that, I mean, that's listen to me. Don't, I want to be able to trust you. You know, and I know she's 11, and I know she's sneaky. Um, I It's kind of like the whole, you know, people are always like, you're going to be in trouble. And it's true. I was full of debauchery as a as a young <laughs> young man, and it's probably going to come this around is, to bite me in the this ass. This is karma, man. I'm gonna you should have just named her karma. I'm going to have a beautiful daughter, and I'm hoping – I don't want to be that, that parent that uh, – is naive, like, oh, she doesn't do anything. Sure. I'm just hoping that I've taught her mm. well enough that she is smart about any decision she makes. Mm, and I think wild. as a coach, I think we do the same thing with the kids that we are coaching. Mm -hmm. I think we have – when we're coaching young athletes and, and young people, I mean, it's all this, the message should all be the same, basically, between any sport, any coach – you're not just coaching that sport. You're trying to get them to grow as a human mm -hmm. and and understand different values in the way they are. Now, whether that be, you know, your do you push religion? Do you push this? Do you know you're plant based? Mm -hmm. You know, do you put that on them? I don't know so much about that, but you have to give them core values. I think mm -hmm. that will set them up as young adults. Absolutely. So in that aspect, how do you do that as a coach? How do you do? I think football is football in a sport like jujitsu or wrestling is a great way to teach young people how to become better people because you practice far more than you perform. And I think that's life, right? So we're going to put in all this work to, for a select number of opportunities. And that's how I see football is we're mm -hmm. going to practice, practice, practice. And then we're trying to be at our best during the games. And yeah, but that's life, right? So, I mean, I think about my wife, she cooks a, a dinner. It takes her a couple of hours and we eat that sucker in 15 minutes. Easily. Yeah. yeah easily. So it's funny you say wife, cause that whole concept that you just said about practice, 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 and then you have the game, that's how I looked at it with our kid. I'm like, baby, we need to practice, 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 and then maybe we can have a kid. That's <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> no doubt. No doubt. <laughs> but go on, sorry. Yeah, and I think as a, you know, I can just speak for our sport, football, it's teaching people how to overcome adversity, how to be committed to something, how to – do things you don't want to do, but you know you need to do them. Uh, I, I'll, I'll often talk about with our guys, how many of y'all, when you get up, the first thing you want to do is brush your teeth? And they're like, Coach, what are you talking about? I said, well, you don't want to, do you? But you need to because yeah. you, you want your teeth to fall out. You know? <laughs> <Wait a minute>. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and, uh, and they're like, oh, okay. And the same thing with our homework. And we, we use <clears throat> you know, these, these, this training to help them just become better people because we're also going to be on them, be on them about their grades and what, what your grades look like. Are we actually right in class? Uh, and just trying to, to mold them in to be the best people they can be for our community because the ultimate goal is that they are productive members of the Buchanan Upshur community. And it, it's crazy as, as a young athlete, like in high school and stuff like that, we've seen a lot of promising athletes come out of out of Buchanan Upshur that didn't succeed in life that that cracked and yeah. some that have passed away since a couple of them one of them yeah. in particular I remember OD'd in the Sheets parking lot mm. and I mean, and like you would champion good family yeah. good family mm -hmm. um, you know I think a lot of the times what happens is, and I know even for me, you know, you come, at, this is a small pond. And when you, when you leave that high school level, you're into a, there's a lot of big fish in that ocean, yep. you know, and maybe you're not the biggest fish in that small pond anymore because now you're a big fish in an ocean. So 
I think preparing a, like a lot of the times, coaches at a high school level, at a at a middle school level, focus on, and you should try to focus on being the best you can at that point. But I don't think sometimes we prepare them for what comes after. You know, how do we do that? Yeah, I think it's it's honest conversation. It's exposing your players if they want to go on to the next level. What does that look like? So I know for us on Saturday, this upcoming Saturday, I'm going to take some juniors to Glenville's Junior Day and have them see what does this look like? Because you know, you'll hear people around here, oh, it's just Glenville. That's just D2 football. Well, have you Dude, ever that seen? That place is nice. You now. ever seen a D two football team? D two football practice. Uh, that place of, is nice. Yeah, most of those D two schools, like I went to, we had the guys that were almost good enough to play at like WVU mm-hmm. come down. Like I was playing against, I had we had NFL scouts at our practices mm-hmm. every day. Mm-hmm. So there isn't a big leap from D2 to D1. The cream cream rises to the top either way you go. Mm -hmm. You know, so there's been a lot of people that have played lower colleges and go to the NFL level. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I had had coaches played for the Saints. One coach played for the Saints. Uh, Another coach. I'm breathing into the mic. He he played at Ohio State, you know. D two schools are no no joke, and it's it's a job. Up I, there. Think it's, I think it's I think it's I think it's becoming becoming more main because I know like when I played, it was you know D two D one D you know it, it, everybody wanted to be D one. Of course, everybody still wants to be D one, but I think it's more common now and okay to be D two. I think it's sure. I think it's becoming less of a like a stigma on d2 yeah and i mean my my story would be anecdotal because it's just my life but i can i'll give our players instances of having me myself having played division one football guys you have no idea what that's like right i'll tell them now like you have no clue you think high school's hard you have no idea it's a job it's a job and they're trying to replace you every year yeah. And you have there's every day. Every if day. you go down, they don't care. They got somebody else to slide in. Right. And then, you know, the recruiting classes they bring in and now with the transfer portal, you know, it's something that you have to be ultra motivated internally because if you need somebody to motivate you at that level, you're going to get passed up. Yep. I got in trouble once for coaching that away at the high school when I coached wrestling. Um, <laughs> I might have kicked someone and knocked him out and um it's a different era and was like mm-hmm. this is like wrestling at, at in college like i've seen coaches actually i mean they don't try to hurt you but they're going hard and mm-hmm. and a shoulder pops sorry yeah. you know we slide the next person in yeah. and we keep going mm-hmm. and when you're when you're half into it, like you said, not really motivated, you're just doing it to do it. Mm-hmm. That's when accidents really happen and you get hurt. Mm-hmm. So, again, you know, I, it's it's that motivation thing that you're talking about. They need to be self motivated a lot, and then coaches need to help motivate them. Mm-hmm. It's it's one of those tough yeah. things to find that fine balance. So. You know, you're taking them to to Glenville Junior Day, which is awesome. What else do you do to motivate them to to keep them in the weight room, to keep them on the field, to keep them thinking, "Hey, this is going to be our season," and then also look forward and be prepared to maybe not be the man and have to stand on the side or whatnot. Yeah, I think about this a lot. I think at the high school level. We don't have scholarships. We can't pay them. They're not pros. So what do we have is the relationships we build with them. So how can I motivate them in a, in a positive way to want to be in the weight room, to yeah. want to buy into the team concept? And I think those are things that I'm constantly looking at. Now, are we going to get them some T-shirts? Are we going to do things like that? Sure, that's mm-hmm. that's kind of fleeting. But to be able to 
have the relationship with your players to say, hey, this is what we need to do if we want to be good. So, and then we'll, I'll often leave with the question, hey, where do you want to go this year? How good do you want to be? And they'll say, oh, coach, you want to go to the playoffs. Well, I'm going to show you what that's going to take. And I'm going to tell you what's that, what that's going to take. And then we, we go from there. And then it's an open conversation. I, we have a, a sign above our locker room, and it talks about four promises to our players. And one of them is, I'm never going to lie to you. And so did, it, did it on point athletics make that sign? I don't think so. I don't think so. No, that's no. horribleness. All right, go on. Then. I was new to the area. I had no idea who was who <laughs> when I when I got here. I was like, who? Where? I just know where the high school is. All uh, right, all right. I'll let you go. Yeah, on that one. yeah. But I mean, and speaking on on the honesty part, like I I tell the guys now, I was like, what was your record last year? Mm. Okay, what kind of effort did you put in? Yeah, it wasn't that, what it needed to be. And that is the result. So if you put in that same effort, you're going to get the same. So are you, seeing, are you seeing a difference in the kids this year as how they react to you being second year now and not mm -hmm. first year? Yeah, I think Do they, they trust you more. Is that what it is? Yeah, there's, there's more trust. They saw improvement uh, in in their own, their own playing ability and our team's uh, record, so to speak. And they know that <laughs> there's no BS. Like when you ask me, a, ask me a question or how are we going to do this, you're going to get a really straight answer. And this is how it needs to be done. And they're, they're buying into that. And they're, they have such good kids, man. Like they, if you show them the way, and you obviously they're high schoolers, you got to stay on them. But right. they will do what you ask them to do generally. Yeah. What about you, Big J? Do you, like in the weight room – do you, how do you prepare them in the weight room as far as, you know, is it more sports specific? Is it, hey, we need to be strong. We need to be, like, what's, what kind of regimen do you do to prepare them for a season of maybe see? I mean, do you guys have big guys? Do you have little guys? I mean, I haven't seen a lot of big guys. So. <laughs> no, like, like I, I make the comment all the time. <clears throat> The kids are a lot smaller than even when I played. Right. I mean, we averaged like 240 on the line. Right. Like 6'1", 6 6'2", 6 240. We were, we were big. Um, and I've said it before, like, kids nowadays just don't – a lot of them just don't want to be big and strong. Mm. You know, they're, they're, they're starting to shy away from that. But with the program that Coach Jet has now, it's not sports-specific. Who's really, Coach Jet? Which is cool. He is – a lot of the kids don't understand this, but I'm like, if you want to be D1, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Coach Davis, Coach Jet, Coach Jet played at University of Pennsylvania, Ivy League. Is, uh, who's Coach Jet? He is the, uh, the county strength and wellness coordinator. So he writes all the programs for these kids. Mm -hmm. He's, he's uh, on the high school? Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Coaching staff? Well, he's – I've he's never heard of this cat. He's, he's a different – he needs to come in here. He does. He, you love having him on the on the podcast. Like he, yeah. he, he's, he's eccentric, kind of like he makes me look small, ish, normal sized, sweet. And you know, like I said, he was a two sport athlete in college. He walked on the wrestling team at UPenn and played all four years, um, won Ivy League title stuff like that. These kids don't understand who he is. And as soon as I tell them, you know. You have a division. If you want to play Division One, mm -hmm. this is a dude. The the, these two guys going. are going to be. The but ones do you that think? Lead you. Do you think, like you said, with the the changing of how things are going? I know, like even me watching wrestling now. You know, I graduated high school '95, and had the opportunity to play football or wrestle in college. I chose football. Um. And I wish I would have wrestled, but I chose football. But watching college wrestling now, I used to always say jujitsu, wrestling will help your jujitsu, jujitsu won't help your wrestling. But now when I watch college wrestling, it has changed so much that I see aspects of jujitsu in it. Whereas when I was wrestling, it was more basic movements, more stuff like that. So with that being said, 
you know, apparently Coach Jet played all these things. Has it changed so much from there that he is not? I mean, I'm sure he's probably younger than I am, but mm. it, has it changed from the time that he's been there that it may put him in a position where maybe he's outdated on it? I don't know. Uh, he keeps up with. Yeah, he's like cutting edge, man. Yeah. He, oh, yeah. okay, that's oh, cool. Yeah. He, oh, yeah. He's not. We've gone away from like back squats. We do lots of front squats, lots of sp- split squats, uh, single leg movement. I like more, front squats. More athletic movements. Yeah. Um, like he said, you know, if you can front squat, you can back squat. It's right. like I've never seen anyone who's a good front squatter who can't back squat. So it's my like question is, what's the difference between why front squat, not back squat? That's the thing. Like, the front squat gets you in a better position. It's more athletic, you know. You're, you got to stay upright more. It engages more of your body than a back squat. Mm-hmm. Granted, I mean, you can do different. So it's not because back squats hurts people more. It's because of the position that will put yeah. you in and, and gets you ready for a, for a, more of a sports yeah. position. Yeah, he, he was like, you know, if you can front squat, I can put a bar on your back and you can back squat it. Fairly easy, mm-hmm. right. but if you're only doing back squats and I put a bar in front of you, <coughs> you're gonna suck. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, so, yeah. So that's that's where we're at. I mean, different progressions, even up to a front squat, is crazy. Um, that's doing more Olympic lifts. So, like you were talking though, that's so ninety five. Mm. You know, we did back squats, but I think Coach Michaels also had us doing front squats at mm. that point. And it was, it was, when you do them, are you guys doing them, like, shoulder, running on your shoulders? Are you guys doing them hanging here? So we, he. Like a zercher squat? We do zerchers. We do, um, he would like, we like to do them in the the rack position. Right. Elbows. What uh, what happens when you got a a kid with an arm like mine that can't touch his face? We have you do zombies, which is just arms out, thumbs up. Oh. See, I used terrible. to always do them where here and here, because I, I can cross and touch my shoulders. Yeah. So I would just hook them here and elbows. But high. eventually, we are we're working up to the clean, right? Yeah. So you don't catch the bar with your arms crossed right. when you clean. Mm-hmm. You catch in that front rack position. Mm-hmm. So that's that's the the whole point, getting the el- the shoulder flexibility. Has your guys' weight room changed much lately? I mean, as far as setup, I need to come up and see this you place. Do. It's it is come on in, <coughs> my friend. You're welcome anytime. I need to come up and see this place. We you now do. have what six, six Olympic racks, all open floor plan. Hey, uh, question, and this is just um, you know me being me. Uh, what'd you guys do with all that old weight equipment? <laughs> that is that is the question. <laughs> I have no idea. I just got here. <laughs> he just got here, and nobody knows. Like. I, mean, I was telling, we used to have a bunch of hammer strength stuff. Yeah, right. And what's I know what's a guy that's starting a new facility that needs some <laughs> weight room stuff. Really? <laughs> Who's that? <laughs> what's well, crazy? Even like coming when I started, like my freshman year in '98, you were already graduated high school. Oh that. gosh, I know, man. So I, trust me, um, I know. You slept on my couch before <laughs> in college. Don't, <laughs> don't say that too loud. No, I slept behind him. We spooned. <laughs> it's a big couch. <laughs> uh, even back, the the amount it changed from my freshman year to coming back in college and working out during the summers was crazy. Like we, the hammer strength stuff, and then just the the evolution of our little weight room mm-hmm. is is crazy. But now it's everywhere. It's kind of to the point where um we want to function in space. Mm-hmm. We don't want to confine people to this cage so if you can operate in space mm-hmm. that's athletic mm-hmm. and that's where we're at mm-hmm. right. awesome. now do you guys do do you guys do nutrition for them i mean because the big thing now like everybody's lifting yeah you know everybody every team that you have in in even west virginia in west virginia is lifting weights so what's going to set them apart? Like, I feel... You watched that video I sent you, didn't you? I don't know if I did or not. Because this is exactly the conversation I wanted to have. Was it? Yeah. 
Anyway, well, no, I was just yeah. talking about like jujitsu because I saw a thing on jujitsu about it. Because like in jujitsu, you can everybody knows the basics. Everybody knows, you know, if you're if you're competing at a high level in jujitsu, you know, now everybody's lifting weights except for me. It's <laughs> 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 just because uh, I don't have places to do it right now, um, but everybody's doing some kind of weight training. So what's going to set them apart now from from the other guy that's lifting weights, it, it has to be a nutrition thing. Yep. So, do you guys do? Do you guys talk nutrition with them? Like, don't be eating fucking Kit Kats and drinking Coke and and all that stuff. Just just that basic stuff. I mean, you guys don't say, you know, hey, you need to eat twelve cows and no. you got old coaches Zach over here <laughs> saying, Hey man, look at this flour right here. That'd be good to eat. It'd make you feel real <laughs> That's good. Absolutely. You feel real good after you <laughs> eat that. You eat this <laughs> dandelion right here, you're gonna feel real good. <laughs> eat a bunch of beans, man. A bunch of beans, a bunch of nuts. Uh, uh, bunch of that was another thing that would be and we need to have Jed in here about that. Is uh, he good on nutrition? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I need to meet this cat. He sounds interesting. He is yeah. very interesting. Yeah, dude, you wouldn't. He's real big in the theater. Oh gosh, that's he, cool. I like, like this it. huge guy, ponytail. He, he's like you know, well, deadlift. So, the so house. when did this guy come? Uh, I've uh, never what? heard of this cat. Well, he was this at Wesleyan. Summer. He was the strength coach at Wesleyan for a while. I'm yeah. not sure how a few long. Years. A few years. Yeah. Never, never heard of this cat. A few years, and then. Um, the county, specifically Eddie, was like, this is what we need. Right. And his job, and he'll be able to explain a lot more, is to go around and kind of help transition the elementary school PE from games to more nutrition. Functional. And nutrition and, and life. actual life skills. And, I and, like And it. fitness. That's awesome. So, and he spends... A lot of time, you know, up there we do. Um, we talk a lot about different, different programming schemes. Like, you know, you have the five three one, West Side conjugate. Um, All these people listening right now have no effing clue what I you're just want to feel about. really smart, so they can they can. It's twenty twenty. Oh, you say get on that that tool. That tool that we were talking about. <laughs> Don't quit watching porn <laughs> and figure out what I'm talking about. No, diff- different programming schemes and, and what is best for these kids. And um, you know, we kind of take a five three one, which is the rep scheme, fives, threes, ones, and not only do a wave progression like percentage wise but a linear progression because these kids are so young every week we're like add more weight you know even if it is right a two and a half on each side you're so linear progressing stronger do do you guys go on the i know there's a a guy named Faras. um he is gsp's coach in the ufc and he kind of or was and he does all this stuff. His theory was, if I bring a guy in, and he can only do five pull-ups, like I'm not gonna, I'm gonna let him do five pull-ups, and then tomorrow we're gonna do five more pull-ups, and then tomorrow we're gonna do five mm-hmm. more pull-ups. Like he's under the thing of I don't want to get him sore because if I get him sore, then he's not gonna come back to do those five pull-ups. If he does five pull-ups today, and five pull-ups every day after that. He's gonna get more pull-ups in a week than if I have him do five sets of ten first day. Yeah. Yeah. So is that kind of a, a a thought that you guys have, or I mean, is that a good thought? Is that a bad thought? Yeah, I mean, everybody's different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it's really good what what Coach Jad is doing because if you walk in our weight room and you never lifted a weight before, right? You could do the workout. Yeah. I mean, it's one of those things where nice and. You can do front squats. You can do push press. You can do hangs. You can do pull ups with assistance with a band or somebody holding your feet. Do you, do you get see a good progression in the kids? Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. It, it's it's crazy. And if you want to look like a genius, right? Be a high school strength coach, just because you can grow. Yeah, 
grow you can grow them like uh coach Zach grows his garden. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Do, I mean, now do you guys uh, do a lot of band work, anything like that as far as um yeah, he does have that in there, yeah. Yeah. Like um we take a lot of different aspects of different programs, like every day they're doing some sort of um shoulder girdle strengthening. Like either pull aparts, face pulls, um calls them no money like it's pull aparts with your palms up right elbows in rotator cuff work 100 reps every day that's good so i like it so it um you combine a strength movement with a plyometric movement early in the pro in the workout right Mm -hmm. where you're fresh and then at the end is like a a giant giant mega set where the shoulder work and then carries and stuff like that where you're you're tired and you're you can check out mentally but still get the work in mm-hmm. and it i've seen great stuff like um you know you, when we were coming through it was like oh work your core work your core and we found that if you do the compound movements your core mm-hmm. gets done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because you got to keep your core tight to do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I tell the kids, it's like, you're not an apple. You don't have a core. You have a trunk. Right. Mm. What's what's stronger, an elephant or an apple? Mm-hmm. Hmm. I, I used to always tell people. My trunk's pretty short. <laughs> 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 oh, I used to always tell people, because my degree, my undergrad was in exercise science that if you're doing your weightlifting routine right, so if you're doing your front squats and your cleans and your deadlifts and all that, then you're getting all the ab work in you need. Yep. Just right. lay on your back and do crunches. Well, I think, a lot, of it, I think yeah. a lot of these guys want those rippling abs that their girlfriend can rub anyway, on. And hashtag big neck. That's what big I neck Dude, I had a pack. huge neck, man. Big neck. It came out to my ears pack. at one mm. point. You know, it was, yeah. it was big neck. and you, But, you know, we used to always do that. In football, you're on your helmet, rolling on your, rolling your neck, and wrestling, we're on our heads, rolling see, our I, neck. That was the one piece of equipment I was sad to see not in there. Is we used a helmet, the four way neck machine. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, awesome. yeah. It, but it just got torn up. Right. It was. Do you guys still have that? We used to have. I know when Coach Michael was there, we had like this. It was called a jumper, and you'd stick it. You know, you did squats on it, and then you could do like weighted nope. jumps. Like a hack squat machine almost. Yeah, almost like a hack squat machine. That was awesome. I'll tell you the other thing that I found that was super good that people are bringing back right now. Um, Of course, now they're doing it with what they call monkey foot. Have you seen those? Mm -hmm. It's like a boot that you put on. It has like a little claw on the bottom. You can hook it to a dumbbell. Dorsiflexion stuff. Yeah, so like your hip flexor, all that Mm -hmm. stuff. We used to have a machine in there when Coach Michaels was there, and it had a pad that you put on your thigh. And it did the exact same thing, except for, you know, it had arms where you could hold, and, and you're just, it's almost like you're running in this thing. Mm-hmm. And, it you know, for, for that power of when I'm running through the line, I got to keep churning and, and driving mm-hmm. through. And that's the evolution of the weight room stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, we even had, <clears throat> like, a lever sled. It had a big pad, and you could run, run block, mm-hmm. pass block in the weight room. And it was cool. Wait, we used to have one of those at, at Buckingham Upshire? Yeah. What happened to it? Yeah. Those things are <laughs> awesome. They Man, are. It goes, it was, goes it was back to wall. wherever my my new, I mean, uh, the uh, <laughs> the uh, old hammer, old hammer the string stuff was. last time I saw was. it was underneath the bleachers. Really? Yeah. Man, those things are. Man, we need to go up there and do a scavenger hunt yeah. today <laughs> and see if any of that stuff is just stacked just somewhere. Yeah. Just stacked somewhere. Guaranteed it's probably just hanging out somewhere. In a in a dirty shed or under the bleach, everything got thrown under the bleachers, and then somebody just threw a tarp over them or yep. something. Yep. Yeah, it was the big, the big red pad, and then mm-hmm. <clears throat> had shoulder pads. You can just run up and and back, and it was mm. it was legit. It you guys was, don't have any having to have any uh, you know, old sleds laying around. <laughs> I see you guys all got. <laughs> he was like, no. You guys got all those new big blue. Pushing sleds and pulling sleds. Yeah. I saw those. Um, yeah, man. I, I, it's awesome. I'm hoping that you have a great season and that it sheds light on our town again because, like you said, we haven't had 
yeah. you know, a super strong program in a while. I'm hoping to get Coach Jet down here at some point and talk, talk to this cat. So I like the sound of that. Um, will he get mad at me and break me if I make fun of him for theater? <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't. I think he would enjoy that knowing yeah. him. I think he would enjoy that because, that as you've yeah. seen, uh, Coach, I am the kind of person, and and that's kind of been a mm. a downfall plus a blessing for me. A lot of people are like. You don't change. You've, <laughs> you've never changed, yeah. and I, I say what I think usually, and uh, sometimes that's a blessing. My and final evolution. Yeah, yeah. You know, if I call a spade a spade. Yeah. Um, you know, so, uh, and I like to joke around a lot. So hopefully that has come through, but. Uh, no, anything else, Coach? I mean, we're we're approaching the hour mark here. I, was I mean, say, I got Odin's got a lacrosse game today. I got to. I got to. a softball game. I got to go to. Going of to course, Saint, it's going to be cold as St. Albans to watch. It's it's crazy. Games. So like, lacrosse is a very young sport at our schools, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and they are traveling all over to get games. Yep. Whereas, which. I'm not looking forward to that party either. Again, that's me being selfish. Yeah. I hate the <laughs> idea of having to drive all over to watch my daughter play softball. Yeah. Which like the high school team just went to John Marshall yesterday. Yeah, I probably won't go. Becca, uh, my wife, she she will travel. Well, because they play <laughs> during the week. Yep. Yeah, yeah, she's off on the week. She, I got to work. Um, <laughs> but no, see, and then again, I feel s- selfish about that, you know, not getting to watch your kids. Do your kids play any sports? I mean, how no, long are they? They're seven, you know? seven, four, and nine months. So, well, I tell you what, that seven-year-old probably should be in jujitsu. I mean, that sounds good. She needs to learn yeah. how to defend herself. I know a guy who's got an on on ramp. I do right now. Starting. Really? I just started last Saturday and uh, yesterday. yesterday. Okay. And I think we had thirteen kids there that oh, had wow. no clue what jujitsu were, and it was awesome actually because <laughs> we ran this class and. At the end of it, they're like, "Are we coming back tomorrow? Are we, you know, can we stay? Can we do, do yeah. this? Can we do this?" And I hope they keep that enthusiasm. Of course, I'm not going to be here next week. When was Rib Fest? Is that next week? What is it? Rib? Nope, Fest. it was this weekend. Crap! It, it, it's stupid because you can't go down and buy food. They, you, you don't get a. Yeah. Is it the rib cook-off or yeah. whatever? Yeah, you can't buy food. I think they can give you some if they want to, but. You can't go down and just buy it. The, like, it was down in the parking lot down here. Okay. And nobody, like, there was nobody there except for the people that were cooking. And judging. And judging. So, it didn't even smell that good. I didn't uh. even smell it when I was here. But, anyway, that, yeah, if you want to, next okay. Saturday, at, well, yeah, Coach, I, I'm going to try to get Coach Gene and, and Tamara to help Coach Jameson out for yeah. for that um you know, I don't want to leave and we then come back. Here too. Yeah, he's got some cool stories. Yeah, I don't know what he's allowed to tell because he's still, he's still in the yeah. government well, jobbing. I'm sure what he's told us is not top secret. I don't know. Hopefully. I don't know. Um, but yeah, that'd be cool. But definitely, guys, this was awesome. I enjoyed it. Um, anything else? No man, I appreciate it. This is awesome. Thank you for go go for check this. out the mind. What is it? Mind of a football. Mind coach. of a football. I keep coach. forgetting. Apparently, I've been hitting the head too many times because he's told me. I I tried to look it up on, and it plays on everything, right? Apple, yep. Spotify, Stitcher. Yeah, it plays on everything you could. Pretty much everything everything you could possibly listen to a podcast on. Yeah, we're basically on Spotify. Um, you know, I haven't got it all set up. Maybe I'll make you our production manager, and you can set all my stuff up. Whatever you, I can do that, yeah, for sure. So Look at us. I don't know, man. We're getting big time. <laughs> this is going to go out to three listeners, maybe, and, and um, <laughs> you know, they're going to hear, oh, hey, look, we got a new coach and some guy that we don't know. And But, no, it'll be awesome. So, guys, thank you. Uh, Let's end this and uh, go watch the mind of a f- or listen to the mind of a football coach. We need to get you on. We need to do video too. Uh, get you mind of a football coach and 
check us out on Spotify at the Mentality Podcast. Yes, mentality, not mentality, mentality. mentality. But anyway, guys, thank you. We out. Later.